Welcome to the Kayak Bass Nation. Alright everybody, what's up? Welcome to KBN Live on a Monday night. Once again, we got a few people on Facebook and YouTube. Slowly uh, folks jumping on here and joining. Uh, I'm Jeff Malive. i got my partner Ryan Lambert over there. What's up, Ryan? Fishing and competition, man. You know how we Fishing do. And comp- Fishing and competition. <laughs> Dang right. <laughs> Dang right. Keeping it G'd up from the feet up out here, baby. Get ready. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got uh, Luke Arian from Oklahoma, TOC qualifier, and now All-American qualifier tonight. And we got, of course, Steve Owens. TD extraordinaire and also hell of an course angler. of course steve owens you say yeah. who else would win the tvka classic on gunnersville steve-o dang right so it's gonna be a fun one we haven't had a uh, you know national event in a couple weeks we got another one coming up here this week we'll talk about that but before we get them on we'll talk about a few things that popped off what do you want to start with man uh i one of my favorite things uh was the uh usa kayak fishing uh, the the justification uh, of KBN making it legit. That was my favorite part. That's my favorite part. Good job, Jeff. Thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, I actually you. talked to that fellow back in the spring about him doing that. He said, I'm looking at your rankings and I'm thinking about this and that. I said, hey, man, they're there. Use them for what you will. And apparently they weighed heavy in his selection process. I mean, there is nothing that will give you more clout than saying, I did this because KBN said so. That's right. <laughs> And just just this evening, our guest Luke Arian said this is the world's largest kayak fishing podcast. So now that we're also that, I mean, per Luke. Per Luke. I, so we're getting thank you, Luke. It. Thank you, thank you, Luke. I, I have a uh, a congratulations to Corey Grijalva who uh, named himself Yakabass Kayak Fishing Angler of the Week. So congrats, Corey. I just <laughs> just got that in. Um, that that reminds me, Shane Williams is the KBN moderator of the week. We're giving out all kinds of superlatives here tonight. Thank you, yeah. Shane, for your service. Uh, the, the Yakabass, that's a nice segue to uh, something else we want to talk about, which is the Cali folks getting ruffled up again. <laughs> and the KBN power rankings spawning another, you know, I don't know. I don't even know. Uprising. I, I don't know what happened. I got, of course, we got the screenshot uh, of so one of our one of our locals bouncing around KBN here posted in uh, Yakabass. Why are there no California guys on the power rankings? And I, Jeff, you can speak to this more than than any of us. But there just aren't there aren't those those big national level events in California. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. All the events that I choose to do the power rankings, I know it's. Uh, you know, you can't include everything. I try to go with national events only that draw anglers from more than just one or two states um, with a certain threshold of the amount of anglers in the event, number one. And that that just hurts California. They, just, they don't travel out here because it's a long ways, and there's not really any events like that out there. Same thing happens to the Northeast, although this year there should be more Northeast events included because the KBF consolidated their trail events, drew larger uh Larger crowds and have a more diverse field, so they'll be included. KBF may be the only shot of there being weight in the in the power rankings for the Northeast. I mean, they yeah. didn't really, they barely supported the the Hobie event up there on Champlain, and the Chesapeake event was just <laughs> that was yeah. just like you called a few of your buddies and met up at the ramp. So, yeah. uh, if you want to be included in this stuff, if you want these these big tournaments, we say it all the time, but locally they have to be pushed that's where the success of this comes from i think they're excellent anglers in california i mean there's no denying that we see we see a lot of these names across the boards when they do travel but you know it you can't expect to say this person's in the top 20 uh kayak anglers in the country if if they only fish their local stuff like that's i, I don't think that's an accurate representation yeah it, it is nothing against like you said the cali folks or the northeast folks or whoever it's not picking on them. It's just that's where the, the the crowds were drawn as to different events where those folks weren't, weren't there to get the right amount of numbers. Maybe this year it would be different. We'll the see. only thing I have against you is the complaining. So cut that part that's out it. and it'll be fine. That's it. No no disrespect. <laughs> uh, there's anglers everywhere that are legit that could beat anybody anytime. They just weren't at the events we chose. That's it. Um, what else we got? Oh, I want to know how – somebody asked this. I think Valerie Grant asked, how did – that Coates video come up on your for you page on TikTok, or how did you come across that unfortunate video? I I had a, a patron of the page. <laughs> He's like, dude, you got to check this shit out. Ah. And I was like, uh, why? Well, you know, I mean, I see you see the little thumbnail clip whenever somebody sends you a link, and I was like, what in the hell is this? Like, I mean, it looked kind of like a 
a redheaded werewolf or something like <laughs> on the on the trailer porch or something. I was like, what in the world? I clicked it, and that's exactly what it was. It was Mark Coates, like, twerking it in some sweatpants or something, like, just putting it down for the ladies out there. And is he still in Arkansas? Is he still your neighbor, I Jeff? I don't know. He's in <laughs> South Arkansas. That's, like, a different, different part. <laughs> there were several videos of that caliber out there, and there were actually a lot of interaction on those. So, apparently, he's got a, uh, a pretty good target demographic going on the old TikToker. Yeah, I like that. That's good stuff. Good job. Clap, Mr. Clapback, good job over Mr. There. Clapback, yeah. Or the Mr. People's, Clap, if he keeps up those kind people's, of The know. People's Clap. Yeah, uh, yeah he's, <laughs> he's out there. Uh, shout out to our boy Ewing. He, uh, speaking of getting clapped, uh, he got clapped pretty good in the in the college national championship. He texted us like halfway through day one. and was like, well, turns out I still can't fish out of a bass boat. <laughs> Which is amazing. The kid can win everything out of a kayak, and then you put him in a bass boat, and he's he's back back to the well, struggle. I mean, bus, but being on a team is different anyway. That's a whole sure. different dynamic, and trying to deal with your partner and all that. So you know, it's different. I got faith in him. Shout out to Jackson and Carter Coza, uh, some of our our young young anglers that just made their first leap into the college world they just moved in last week they're up at carson Ooh. newman i'm sure you'll be seeing both their names on the leaderboard this year all right boys stay frosty up there don't get anything that gets you in trouble um they've been hitting me up for lots of advice so it should be fine yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a couple things else i wanted to mention oh uh the pat malone tournament we didn't mention that last week that's coming up in a few weeks everybody knows pat malone down in texas is is fighting fighting off cancer we know he's one of the toughest guys that any of us probably know and we know he's going to fight hard but they're putting on a benefit tournament for him down there and uh you don't have to fish it you can just sign up donate the entry fee or you can fish it i think they opened it up nationwide you know it's nationwide yep yeah uh it's on tourney x september middle of september sometime i don't have that and i think it's for pat i think that's uh, the name of the tournament so you guys sign up for that if you can yeah, get on that. And uh, tonight, Ryan, I think we've got our biggest YouTube audience ever. There's like 20 folks on YouTube, and then we got usually the majority on Facebook Live. I think but, it's because everybody's banned right now yeah. is why everybody's on you. I know the Allens are back in, in prison. I'm in prison myself on Facebook. Nobody mentioned feet pics again, all right? That's a setup. I'm not responding anymore. Damn you, Zuckerberg. Whatever. After all we've done, it would be very funny if the whole page got shut down over somebody saying feet something about pics. feet pics. Gosh, come on. But Cl- Cliff is over on the YouTube. He's in the comments. So we see you, Cliff. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, and, and if I could beg you, anyone that's watching, to help us out, even if you always watch us on Facebook, if you'll go over to YouTube after this and just click subscribe. I know I'm begging for subscriptions, but that helps us in that algorithm over there. And it'll get this in front of a few more people that don't do Facebook because there's quite a few people that don't. So uh, get it in there recommended and help us out there. So thanks all right, in all advance. Right, all right. Thanks in advance. Uh, anything else before we get these fellas uh, in? Dylan is calling for more anglers up there in Wisconsin. They have oh, spotted yeah, yeah. cow. They have cheese curds. They have a frog bite. So, you know, go go get in on some of that. Sign up for the BOS this weekend. Don't be scared. This is a great opportunity. These tournaments that, that have relatively, you know, low numbers, relatively, uh, that's a great opportunity to get some easy AOI points. So jump yeah. in that and try to – punch your ticket to the toc like young dylan himself is going to yeah and uh i'm there i'm signed up i'm gonna be there i, I told dylan and a few other folks we're gonna try to hook up and have some dinner on thursday night so any kbners that are gonna be in the area drop a message and we'll we'll hang out a little bit on can thursday i come night. up just for dinner i don't yeah i don't even care about yeah. use some of those uh frequent flyers and just fly in town we'll <laughs> yeah some, i'll get the we'll cessna get out of the garage yeah, and if you haven't ever been up there, it is not the land of giants like you see down in the south, but it is a fun place to fish. Usually a lot of fish caught, and it's just a unique place to, to hang out and, and uh, chase chase those uh, bass. So hopefully you make it up there, everybody. Let's see. Any more comments? Uh, somebody's talking about bringing the lings. Don't bring the lings, Dylan. There's spotted no, cow. Spotted cow, spot cow out there. Don't don't bring lings. I yeah. promise. For me to say that, it means a lot. Don't Don't bring lings. Do the spotted cow. All right. Well, these fellas have been waiting long enough. What do you say? All right. Steve-O's asleep. Let's wake him up. Let's go. All right. All right. We'll be right back, everybody. KBN Live is brought to you by Western Sun Vodka. Western Sun Vodka is a 10 times distilled, award-winning, gluten-free vodka. They're independently owned and crafted in Pilot Point, Texas. Welcome to the... 
Boom, we're back. Hey, All Luke right. and Steve, what's up, fellas? What's going on? Hey. Yeah, man, thank y'all for uh, taking time to join us tonight. I know both of y'all, especially Steve, you just went through that marathon tournament. You got to be beat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but we're excited tired. to talk to you both. Yeah. Who do we want to start with tonight, Ryan? Uh, let's start with let's start with Luke because I know Steve-O gets fired up the longer that he's on here. So I, I want to get him uh, at his peak. All right. <laughs> All right, so for those that don't know uh, – Luke, Luke's already a TOC qualifier. Now he's an All-American qualifier. Um, so, yeah, man, Luke's a hammer. He's well-known over here in Oklahoma, Arkansas, Texas, this this whole part of the country, and soon to be well-known nationwide, I guess. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, because he's going to be in that, do some damage in that TOC. So we're glad to have you on here, Luke. Yeah, tell us about tell us about that uh, – what happened down on 10-Killer, man. I mean, that, that lake's not that far from here, although I rarely have ever been there. Um, and you, you figured them out. Tell us about the event. Yeah, Ten Killer is uh, it's one of my most favorite lakes in Oklahoma. Uh, it's it's a really diverse uh, fishery. You, know, you we have smallmouth spots and largemouth there, all really good fish, and then really good uh, uh, quantity quality of fish too in there of all species. But yeah. if you get up in the river, kind of like wherever I went, then you can even get into some even the bigger largemouth in a condensed population, especially in the summertime. You know, so is that what you did? You went up to Illinois? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I went up in the Illinois River. That was – I've fished the Illinois River quite a bit, and it's uh, it's just phenomenal fishery. It's one of Oklahoma's little hidden secrets. Yeah, there's a lot of drunk people out there in the summertime <laughs> in the majority of it, but uh, <laughs> if you get down the lower side, you're all right. So, so – Here's a comment, Luck Arian over Luke Arian. What does that What does that mean? Randy throwing yeah. shade at you already. <laughs> oh, 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 Randy. Well, you know Randy. You know Randy. You know, you know silly Randy. <laughs> no, uh, the printing company misprinted my jersey, and instead of saying Luke, it says Luck on there. And uh, are you kidding me? But, no, no, <laughs> that's <it did>. awesome. <laughs> kind of like a nickname you know you can't name it yourself you got to be given it and so printing company rogue custom apparel thank you for messing up my uh, <laughs> that's awesome jersey. <laughs> but the first I time forever. i wore it was that uh the hobie bos over there in broken bow so and slid yeah. into the toc slid into the toc in third yeah you should never not have that as your name on your jersey i would say yeah hey i'm done yeah <laughs> So Ryan, he, you heard him say something about drunk people in the river. Also, there's a third third leg to that. that Speaks to my heart. Yeah, they stock that they, they stock that river. If I'm tell me if I'm wrong, Luke, with Tennessee with strains, people. Tennessee strains smallmouth. Is that oh, right? Yeah. yeah. At one point in time, they they did do that. I'm not sure if they still stock it or not. Yeah. But there's uh, some phenomenal smallmouth in that in that river. If you guys ever get a chance, I know. You, you guys see some of this big smallmouth come out of Oklahoma. There's rumors that uh, that river may hold them. Yeah, I'd be down with that. Sure. I like big smallmouth pretty much anywhere. So yeah, and they're, and they're from your part of the country, there, right? So, yeah, so I feel like they would know me already. Like we probably have some kinship. That's right. Sprinkle, <laughs> sprinkle a little ling in the in the water. A little western sun in the water. They come right up to the boat. <laughs> yes, that works as well. What's uh what's that jug of Western Sun behind you there, partner? Yeah, right there. Yeah. Yeah, I got some of that watermelon. Well, I haven't tried watermelon yet. I thought it was prickly pear from a distance. That was my poor eyesight. Yeah, it's the it's the watermelon. My wife loves the watermelon and yeah. I like my wife on the watermelon. All right. Okay, okay. All righty. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Van, Twan, Van Tine talking about phenomenal is the Susky the end. Open your mind, Ryan Van Tine. You got to get outside of just that is a great. There's smallies everywhere, but I mean, I do love the Susky, but I'm telling you what, it is hard to beat some of these Magnum Tennessee smallies. Jay Wallen, we we went back and forth, you know, a couple of years ago when I guess is last year actually when I caught that big one, but he's like, oh, that ain't no eerie fish or whatever. I'm like, Jay, it's 22 and a quarter inches long. Like, they don't get a whole lot bigger, bud. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know how, how much bigger of a smallmouth you want me to catch, but that's about all they got yeah. in them. Yeah. Well, tell us how you caught them, Luke. I mean, I know I've fished around you a few times in tournaments, and we've sat and visited, uh, usually visiting when the day's not going so good. But 
this day went good for you. But I know you're a big bait guy. Did that play, or you want to tell us how you figured out the fish up the river there? Well, not so much big baits this time. Uh, I I used a jig first thing in the morning time. I, you know, alternate between top water. I missed a couple big smallmouth on a whopper plopper, like a ninety first thing in the morning. I hate whopper ploppers, but I throw them because people people say they work, but they <laughs> ne- I swear they never work for me. And uh, so I threw that for a while, missed a couple big smallmouth on it, and then I went straight to the jig because I I the way the water was flowing, I just started throwing in little eddies underneath rocks and letting it flow and that's how i caught my first first big keeper which was that 19 inch uh, large mouth uh, and that was just on a little like quarter ounce finesse ball jig just a small one with a little rage crawl baby junior on there it was just a little small jig but uh then i went to work up went up a little bit up i kept on going up north and i caught them on uh wacky rig black cinco and then flipping structure and lay downs all around and just working it slow and then i also caught them on uh, a white pearl white chatterbait with a uh, fluke trailer that's awesome nothing nothing crazy pretty, pretty that's river nice. fishing river fishing what i want man throw yep. throw a craw throw a spinnerbait or chatterbait and you're pretty much uh golden uh but the trick is like you were saying reading those eddies, reading those current seams. If you're not super familiar with river fishing, it can be um, intimidating. I feel like guys look at the river and they're like, do I fish in the middle? Do I fish on the sides? Like where do I fish a channel edge? Like where are you trying to target these fish? I think that's what knocks a lot of people out of, of river fishing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm surprised you are able to get far up there. I went to the elk uh, a couple of weeks ago and it was pretty low. And I was just curious how far people could get up the Illinois. Did you get up there quite a ways? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got up there, probably went maybe a mile and a half up the river. Any places that got real super shallow, I mean, the water was running 100%. There was people floating by me. So, I mean, there was enough water that anybody can go up or down it. Any places that was really shallow and stuff, I wade fished and go pool to pool and just kept on wade fishing pool to pool. Okay. What kind of kayak are you in, by the way? uh, PH-12. I like it. I, like I took it. that all the way up there, and then whenever it got crazy, I just pull up my pedals and, you know, get up there as far as I could. I was so going to see if Jeff was loading us fun. up with more Old Town people. No, no. Do that. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. I, know, I knew Luke was a Hobie guy right from the jump. You didn't tell yeah. me, though. You're keeping it a surprise, so I, have, right. I always got to double Keep check you here. I usually throw in attorney X pick and say, what's that boat there under the picture? <laughs> Try to get Ryan. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I guess they allow wade fishing in all American or yeah. or portaging or whatever. That's cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So if you, I went through the rules meticulously. I do for almost any tournament I get into just to see, you know, what they allow and what they don't allow. And this is one of the things they allowed. And I was like, I'm all about it because I knew I could access places that I normally couldn't access. If it was like, say one of my okay tournaments that we don't allow wade fishing. And so it was, it just made it a way more fun day because I got to go up way far North and then, where other people couldn't make it, and then I just went even further. And uh, I was by myself all day besides people floating down. And yeah. those are just little guys and little bitty things, not even fishing. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Good job. You, can, yeah. uh, you can't beat a, a day of good river fishing. No. I'm going to switch it up. Steve-O, tell yeah. us about your day, and then we'll bounce back to Luke and hear how he got started in the whole thing. So, Steve-O, tell us what tournament you were fishing and how that played out obviously pretty well for you. Yeah, congratulations to Luck over there. Freaking awesome. <laughs> now, uh, listen, Luck coming in, Luck calling the man. calling the pot, Luck. That's it, buddy. Hey, that's awesome, though, man. On that, I love stories like that. But uh, really, though, seriously, hats off because Ryan, no river fishing intimidates me and pisses me off. And God, uh, well, oh. the state championship, I got so mad at Ryan, the one he waxed us in because I was I was struggling. I lost fish on the lake, and he was like, "Dude, get in the river, get in the river." Well, when I pre-fished it with Cooth, they were rolling water, rolling, and it was. I mean, I was on the phone with you. I hooked into a big one, turned around to cast back and try to get another one, 
and I was 100 yards away. It just scared me to death. Well, they weren't pushing that fast during that tournament. So he was like, get it. And I just like, don't say it again. Leave me alone. I'm never going to another river again. I try to be nice. I fish with some of the most stubborn fools that have ever graced God's earth. We're sitting there stroking them in the river, and it's a team event. We win a big-ass paddle that says state champion team, whatever. So I'm like, guys, get to the river. Get to the river. Get to the river. Nope. There's three or four of them just sitting down there with freaking drop shots down there trying to catch some goofy ass loud and large mouth. Oh, it hurts yeah. me. I had, I have had, but I, that was my fault for not practicing more because had I gotten on it when they weren't running 30,000, then I would have saw what you guys saw. And I, it was still I, rolling like a baby stroller. Don't don't let nobody fool you. You yeah. still would have hated it that day, I promise. Yeah. Well, well, I think y'all had 18, but then in like two weeks later – the a person I think she finished third in the in the TOC on that stretch I was floating and fishing man I anyway I so, think she finished third I think yeah, she finished she did, third yeah yeah she did she did yeah, that, it was that, that same stretch and that I was like, person man. yeah uh, well I had a little little buzz going so ah, <laughs> I love it anyway, I love it congratulations to you and I would have some Western Sun but they don't make tequila so uh, get on them for that. But, uh, but yeah, man, you know, our, our grassroots club, TBKA, Tennessee Valley Kayak Anglers, that, you know, Ryan and I have been running for a lot of years. Um, we had our classic this weekend. And, and this year, uh, me and, and Daniel and Lambert and uh, AJ and Garrett Campbell, our other directors, decided to take it to Gunnersville away from Chickamauga so we could do just like a, a little road trip thing. And the season ran along and people were exhausted. So, uh, Ryan and AJ didn't get to make it, and Garrett's job switched. So, uh, and Brad Golden, uh, he he, our angler of the year is his baby, sweet sixteen. So he didn't get to make it, but uh, so we we just got down there, and you know we had a lot of rain, a lot of rain this last week, and and the dam was pushing like seventy two thousand that that day when I got off work, and and the plan was in our classic, like Ryan's done it with Jody Campbell and some others, we. We kind of will group up two or three of us and just have a good weekend of it. Um, well, I talked to Terry Golden, and he was at a place we like to fish, and he was like, dude, it's been an hour and I ain't had a bite yet. I was like, well, I want to check, you know, a spot that I really enjoy fishing, and it may be blown out, you know. And he said, well, I would check it now instead of wasting four hours tomorrow getting to it and all of that. So, so I got in there, and it looked good, so I, I literally did. I stopped. I sat still, I checked all my lines, I got everything in order like I needed to be. And, uh, you know, I made the little, I'm not superstitious, but I do superstitious crap. So I made the first little half-ass cast so I could hurry it really back in, you know, so I wouldn't catch a fish and, and, and damn, if it didn't go wham, and it came off, I was like, you, me, you know? So I get, I get centered, <laughs> I get centered. Very next cast was, uh, I think it was an 18 and a half. And uh, so I'm, I'm great, you know, I get it get it on the board and I'm like calming myself down and, and I, I even cut my line, retied, you know, and I'm like, they're here, they're here. Next cast was a 21. I was just like, this is it, you know. So I got centered and settled and probably caught, I don't know, eight or ten more in about half an hour. And Sassy Dan was on the way, so he got in there and uh, we stroked him. I, I got 93 and a half inches pretty quickly and uh we, we sat on this one point lambert and 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 it was every three or four casts we were catching a 16 to an 18 incher it was just and you know, and you're where i think you were you're yeah yeah, yeah. And, and you know it's 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 a spacious area but there's not hmm. enough there to fish for more than two or three people um so you know we get back to the house and um well, back to that night, though, dude, the bug started about to carry us off. And I literally threw right in front of Daniel's kayak and had a six-pounder jump and just, you know. So they were eating. And there were, you know, half a dollar size shad to big gizzard shad just running everywhere. So we get back home, and uh, we're talking with everybody. And, of course, Terry, you know, stunk it up that day at, you know, where, where we were planned on buddy fishing for the whole weekend. And so we were like, dude, you know, come with us. You know, it's 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 a – good size area we got plenty of room so we get up and we get settled you know and it, it's a long trek to get where we were so we get in there and and first cast for like 17 and a half and i'm like so i was like they're here still so i got out of the way let them two go in and they started stroking them pretty good 
And Ryan, I sat and watched Terry <laughs> jump off five, four or five pounders. Just like, it, it was just like, Terry, what are you doing? You know, and he was just like, I don't know. And, and so, and I was throwing, you know, a, a, a quarter ounce underspin, you know, with a Houdini little, little spanky or whatever from NetBake. And he was like, I can't get them. I can't get them pinned. So he started throwing Texas rig. And thank God he did because that bite shut off and we started stroking them on that worm. And, uh, you know, he, he got a, a pretty good limit pretty quick. And Joe Kirk just started fishing with us this year. He's, you know, he grew up fishing around Gunners. Well, he's a stud. Uh, what he had, like 65 inches, his best three fish in the TVK. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he matched yeah. them up good on us down there. So, so we just we just started, you know, petering around there. And, and, and then, you know, we found this other point and uh terry pulls in like a, a, a 18 or something daniel throws in and, and catches a 20 and a half and then a 19 or something like that and I, we're we're just sitting there buddy fishing you know and i i can't i'm catching 15s and 16s and 17s and i'm like you gotta be kidding me man you're doing the same thing so i leave get away found some brush threw in there and hook into a beast that come up and it, it had to be close to nine pounds. It was a monster and it just let it go. So I, I, I literally had, I got so angry. I got high. I, my adrenaline just shot through. I got high. I was just yeah. so buzzed. I was just like, you gotta be kidding oh, me, Lord. man. And Terry, Terry just goes, damn, you know, I told Terry. So, so <laughs> who was also trip. high? Y'all are just looking at each other like the hell's going on here. Well, the highlight of the trip is that, you know, it's storms, like I said. So so Terry puts on his rain suit, and it's, you know, we're fishing, and we're carrying on. And, and I look back over, there's Terry standing up in a T-shirt, a PFD, in his nut hugger Under Armour drawers, just yes. fishing his ass off. I like it. <laughs> what are you doing? He's like, well, I took my shorts off. I didn't want them to get wet and get my new truck. There you go. There you go. He sat there for five hours fishing in his skivvies there, but so we sitting there, and you know, like I said, you know, I'm getting so angry because I'm not catching the big fish, you know, anymore, and it's just I'm just getting frustrated, and the wind started blowing, and you know, we love jackhammers and chatterbaits. Who does? And I hadn't thrown uh, somebody. So (laughs) you got a mouse in the mouse, yeah. So I literally put put on a trailer, put the juice on. And my first cast loaded up like a dump truck. And I was like, oh, my God, it's a freaking catfish. And Terry said, not on chatterbait, it ain't. So I knew it was a catfish. (laughs) It was a catfish, yeah. So I'm forcing it in so it doesn't twist my line up and all that crap. And I go to net this catfish, and it's a freaking 21 and three-quarter largemouth. And I felt like an idiot, but I was happy, you know. Happy idiot. So I got it. Yeah, yeah, happy idiot. And just continued to work that brush and, and an hour later i caught my my final 21 and that put me at 101 and a half and and so we get back to the house and joe kirk's got 98 and a half you know he's been stroking him too uh he's 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 catching consistent 18 inches you know i'm catching a lot of 15 and 16s and so we get back sunday morning first cast daniel and i double up 16 and a half and a 17 and a half so i'm like they're still here but the big ones weren't, you know, it had stormed that night. And I think because we had like our third full moon in a row, the big ones had ate and gorged so much that they just got full. So we were catching all the 16, 17 inches that were getting to eat finally. And uh, we just couldn't couldn't get anything. Neither of us, the three of us didn't call all day Sunday. But we caught, I, I, I caught at least 60. I know Terry in two days probably caught 40, 50. Daniel the same. So Steve-O is sitting here complaining about not culling on Sunday. Steve-O had 101 and a half inches when he woke up on Sunday morning. Like he's, I mean, <laughs> there's not a whole lot of culling to be done uh, when you get to that point. And <laughs> yeah, but and, you feel like you're not being successful. You know what I mean? If you're beating the other dude out there by four inches, yeah. you're successful enough. Like, go ahead and yeah. go ahead and hang. I told you, I text you Sunday, and you're like, I ain't calling. I was like, Steve, I'd be at the house taking a nap right now. I'll go ahead and tell you, I wouldn't well, be out there in the rain, period. I Sunday. wanted to go back for that big one. So so I did go back to that brush. And <laughs> I, I swear to God, my last cast, <laughs> I threw in the exact same spot. And my line started swimming off, and I was like, this is it. And I set the hook 
the grass pile, it was like a 90 degree turn. And I set the hook and watched that line wrap around that grass. I was like, God. So I set the hook and was through the grass. That was a catfish, bro. Was it a 12 pounder? Was it a 12 pounder? It was a nine. It was a nine. I'm going to say it was that same one. Oh, so a little, a little background on the, on the area that Steve's talking about fishing. This is not like main lake stuff. This is some backwater stuff. And I knew it from duck hunting. So we, we've duck hunted it for the past, I don't know, 15 years. Well, there's, there's three springs back in there. And we would go there during winter time because everything would freeze up and those springs would keep the water open. So we'd shoot the shit out of ducks. So when I started kayak fishing, I went to this, the only ramp on the river and went, I don't know, it's probably two miles or so. Anyway, went up there, got in there. My first cast with a, with a hollow body frog, this was like six and a half, seven years ago. It was in the kayak bass series classic. If anybody remembers what that was. This fish comes up and knocks my frog like six or seven feet in the air. And I was like, wow, that, you know, that seemed aggressive. Threw back in there and it looked like a five gallon bucket came up and just chokes this frog. And it's like a, I don't know, 22 and three quarter freaking eight and a half pound largemouth on a frog. And I was like, that's, that shit's legit right there. Like that's, that's this, this may be a, maybe a decent, just decent little area. And, uh, I mean, since then the place has turned out some fish, uh, you know, Jordan Lee sent him in there to film a frog video and freaking crushed him. Uh, Steve-O stroked him a couple times. I've heard some PKA stories, uh, come out of the area. <laughs> There's been, uh, a lot of history out of that one little sweet spot and it paid off for my boy here. Uh, that's a big one. I mean, our classic our club's competitive enough, but the classic is like a 40 hour Ironman event. So, uh, to put that puzzle together and, and grind on it like that is, is pretty impressive. Hats off. Yeah. To you, Steve. Thank you. I just knew Joe Kirk was sandbagging cause I, I was, I, I was just so <laughs> nervous because I mean, he can fish, he can. And, uh, and, 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 Don't so, tell and him you know, that. I'm I'm, I'm we're going to find out in the like state championship. That's you right, better bring it, right. Joe Kirk. I'm yeah. going to tell you that right now. I'm a. I'm sitting here waiting on Terry or Daniel to 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 slam them too because you know it it was first, third, and fifth. You know, or the three of us that fished together, and uh, you know it. Uh, but having said that, I mean, I, I, like I said, I watched Terry lose eighty inches of fish. I, I watched Daniel lose a, a seven pounder. I mean, it just it was crazy. It's crazy. And, and 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 in spite of you know, I caught ninety three and a half on Friday. I had 91 total on Saturday and had 88 on Sunday, you know, and, but couldn't count any of them. So, I mean, yeah, I am complaining, but I'm very happy to have got to do what we got to do. And, um, you know, like you said, it's, it's our grassroots club. It's where we all got started. And, and for us to have it as long as we've had it and for it to continue to be growing, you know, um, it is something. And, and it's, something neither of us will ever leave i mean uh you know i've got a lot of stuff going on and, and some good opportunities on the horizon but you know if i walked away from all of that tomorrow we'll still be fishing tvka because it's it's our family you know we love You're all right. these guys and that's what made it the whole weekend so fun was that we're sitting here and terry we couldn't get bid on any soft plastic other than this one worm he had and he gets the only bag he's got when we split them up evenly and just sit there. Daniel is super gluing, you know? So that, that's what made it so special was, was all of y'all there with it. So what do you got? What do you got at your way, Luke? What's your, what's your local, local hang, joint look like? Hang on a second, Ryan. I got oh, a couple sorry. questions. For I apologize. Steve. I apologize. Uh, some people were wanting to know if you were on the medibles that Josh Smith was talking about last week. <laughs> <laughs> just yes or no. You don't have, no. or just don't answer. That's okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, for yes. Yeah. I have to pee <laughs> every now and then at work, so I cannot answer okay. that. Okay. Or you, Luke, breathing you could have been on yes. them too. On the on the Illinois, you could have stumbled on something. I don't know. Yeah. You know those Indian lands over there? They got all sorts of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Peyote, I think, is what they call it out there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, that's on them. That's him. Yeah. Anyway, carry on, Ryan. Are you asking about a local club over there? Okay. I, I'm sorry. I was being too serious. I apologize. No, no, no. Um, Luke, what's your favorite fishing drug? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was Oklahoma, so 
friend of mine is a, is a pretty close one. <laughs> oh shit! No, I mean, what's your local? What's your local club scene? How did you? How did you get into kayak fishing? How long have you been doing it? Give us the the history of luck right here. Uh, history of luck. This is going to be a good one. So I, I started kayak fishing probably 2000, I think it was 2016, 2017, right around that time. And I actually, I was looking for like small boat stuff and, you know, looking around scamps and trying to compete because, you know, I've always loved to fish. I've, I've fished my, since I was in diapers, it, I've, I've grown up fishing. Grandpa and grandma lived out in Cassville, Missouri. And they had probably 350 acres. They had a natural creek that ran through there. And all I did was grow up fishing those creeks, wading and picking up crawdads and, and you know, catching smallmouth and largemouth out of a creek. That's, that's just what I love doing. And so I always wanted to compete and stuff. So I was like, well, let me find, you know, the easiest and way that I can hop into something. Uh, bass boat world is obviously just not in the realm of possibilities for and I didn't know if I wanted it, you know, how serious it was going to be yet. Uh, so I went and first kayak I bought was an Ascend FS128T. And, you know, I started hitting a little bit of the little jackpots around here. And then actually the first bigger tournament I fished was a, uh, it was, a, I think it was a Veterans Day tournament, Jeff, that you put on out at Swepco Lake. It was a one yeah. fish big bass tournament. And uh, I went out there on Swepco Lake in this FS-128. I had no business being out there unprepared like that. I mean, I was just the wind. The wind will get ignorant. you. The wind will yeah, get you out yeah, there. It, the wind was absolutely insane. I, my buddy Pete, he's one of my good Marine Corps buddies of mine. He uh, he went to the discharge, of course, where a lot of people went in uh, November time. And uh, he was paddling back. He had a old predator uh i forget what it is but a paddle predator and man i see him he's just dogging trying to get back but that was uh that was my first tournament experience was fishing one of jeff's tournaments uh that was i don't even know how long ago i think that was probably 2016 the end of 2016 and i didn't even remember that because the first time i remember luke arian's name making a splash was right after that at the beaver's bend tournament on broken bow yeah yeah. It wasn't too long after that, was it? No, it, I actually, so for a lot, of, a lot of people don't know because it was kind of a local or more of a local tournament, but it was one of the biggest local tournaments we had. It typically turned out 100-plus anglers at this at this tournament, and it was just people from all over the nation. Matt Scotch is there quite a lot. Uh, Matt Guillermo Scotch. goes there. Uh there's a lot of big names that I'm forgetting. Of course, Jeff goes there a lot, uh, or whenever we had it. And uh, yeah, I, uh, 2017 was my first, one of my first like real big tournaments. You know, 100 plus dollar entry tournaments. And uh, I won that one out of my PA12 uh, with a drop shot. There you and, go, that a boy. <laughs> Hammer their ass. <laughs> it was it was pretty awesome. Uh, so it, it's pretty surreal, but you know, you win one good tournament, it boosts your confidence for all tournaments to come. You realize anybody can do it, you know, not just you know people that are typical hammers, but you yeah. know, you can come in there and just have a good day and and you know put the numbers on the board. Dave you gotta have that big win. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. Sorry, I'll yeah. say Dave and Jared that put on that Beavers Bend Classic, and I hope it comes back. It kind of fell off because of COVID, and I don't know if it's ever going to come back, but. That was one of the first tournaments to start drop. They were paying five k to the winner, you know, yeah. three five five thousand dollars back in twenty sixteen, you know. And then yeah. the second place got a Hobie Outback. Yeah, I mean, I mean they, they is that the one that Scotch team. won his entire guiding yes, fleet entire out of? Fleet. Yeah, holy right. shit! All right, second place three years in a row. That's one out, one out back three years in a row. I, you can't really be mad at that, to be honest no. with you. Like, if you he can actually was named, he was actually named the winner. The first, I went to the very first one of those. Were you at the very? You weren't at the first one, Luke. Obviously, no. you won the next. The very first one of those, uh, it was still SD cards. They had a big trailer with laptops, and they were turning in SD cards and that whole song and dance. Uh, and they named Scotch the winner, but there was a scoring error, and they had to pull it from him, and he was second place. Mm. Mm. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> It was quite the uh, quite the ordeal there at the at the yeah, ramp. It was imagine. all at the ramp in the parking lot. I bet he was vocal. 
He was yeah. he was kind of Scott's, awful over on the side. Does. Not Scott. Scott never yeah. speaks his mind. He, <laughs> I love Scott. <laughs> He's a He's kind of funny. Now. Yeah. Before social media, man, and instead of before, like the Facebook groups were too big, so people were literally in the parking lot in their own little cliques, grumbling about what should have happened rather than on KBN. So, it oh, was pretty man. funny. <laughs> it was pretty funny. World. Yeah, it was so pretty funny. Peace. Yeah, I, I was standing over there in a group with Bo Reed of all people, and everybody was bitching about what happened at the, at the with the standings. But anyway, good go. times. Good times. It's throw it's Throwback Monday here on KBN, right? Throwback yeah. Monday. And that's yeah. kind of how my club started too, the, or the club that I fish in now, and I'm, I'm a board member in, is Oklahoma Kayak Anglers. And whenever I first started fishing their events, I mean, we turned in buckets. I mean, we turned in our yeah. phones to buckets. We'd put our code in there, and we had, a, we had a piece of paper that it showed, you know, what we said it was. And then we had multiple buckets, you know, one fish, two fish, big fish, you know, all the way up to five fish. So it was, it was pretty interesting. I mean, a lot of people, you know, take advantage of, how it was today you know where you you just upload everything to tourney x and it was like man back then i mean you're sitting there on people's phones looking at stuff or on a camera a digital camera because a lot of part of me thought you meant that you brought the fish in in buckets (laughs) and i was like y'all are hardcore out there that's some louisiana shit right there like i got i got my stringer right here boy (laughs) hey let me tell you something ryan and luke luke you can attest to this there's nothing that's more of a head game or more intense than when them dudes, like somebody you thought was a hammer comes walking through the parking lot and you're trying to see if they're going to drop it in the four fish or five fish bucket. That was some yeah. intense stuff, Buckets. Man. Yeah, I can't man. believe that. That's crazy. They come up and hover that SD card over that five fish and then just bow their head and drop it in the three and be all set. What? Yeah. Was, yeah. That's that, that, good time. It's true. It's just, just like the boat way and you'd sit there and you'd see a big boat roll up, you know, in the boat tournaments and you sit there and you see these people <laughs> digging in the buckets and the live wells and you're like how many more you got with that <laughs> how much water is he gonna put in that bag <laughs> i want to do that just because we missed out on it right <laughs> yeah that, that was fun times man it was fun times yeah. well back i mean cby i don't you didn't yeah. fish a whole lot before we started our club right but cby it was it was like that cby you either had you know, SD card or, or everybody brought their cell phones up and would scroll through uh, the pictures. And that's how the, the KBF opens on Kentucky Lake. That's how it, it used to be uh, before Dwayne was forced to start Tourney X <laughs> uh, was, was SD cards and phones. And, and that's fine. But if you have any judging errors, like there's no oversight at all. Like, you know, yeah. your your old buddy, old buddy said that was a twenty two. Steve judged yeah. my fish a twenty two. I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. I mean, there was zero oversight on that. So yeah, you know, there people complain a lot. The ramp when he checked them, we've accidentally deleted all of our fish now. We, well, people people complain a lot about how things operate in kayak fishing now, and you know, with a with a Iconelli thing with a with the edge of his finger under the gill plate, that's too much oversight. Well, if you in my opinion, if you don't have that oversight factor, there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of question marks in the old kayak fishing department. Like, you know, judging wise and was the mouth closed, was you know, it, some of these trails was the tail pinched and things like I don't think our level of oversight is necessarily a terrible thing because if not, there's a whole lot of gray area that could happen in, in kayak fishing. Yeah, and there's so much trust put on that angler to do what they're supposed to do. Uh, and so like what you said, that it's a minimal amount of oversight, to be honest with you. Like in Tennessee, our rule book stays, you know, painstakingly as simple as we can keep it. Um, so I don't think it's too much, but you're right. And, and with a thing like the Ike thing, I mean, when a judge makes an error, you know, that angler isn't punished for that. That goes through a process sure. of recourse. And then it gets handled. You know, we had the same thing with with Pro Neighbor in Tennessee, and it sucked because we hadn't figured it out yet. You know, and now it is figured out, um, so it'll get right from now on. You know, so I'm working on something over here, Ryan. Keep the keep the comment. okay. No, so yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> hey, congratulations <laughs> to Bob Baller. I saw. You know, remember Bob Baller when you did the Save JT kept bidding and bidding and bidding. I know he that guy. He won a bunch of free stuff at the MLF this weekend. So Bob he did. Won. 
He's also going to meet Co Wetzel and hang out with uh, Co and Dre. Uh, my buddy Dre is Co's manager, and he's going to take care of Bob and his buddy and and show oh, him a great awesome. time at the concert. So yeah. that I'll will be one you will not forget. Awesome. I am not even kidding you. I've been to shows all over the country, and as far as literally like putting it all out there, Co leaves nothing in the bus, not a damn thing. Like he is out there getting wild. So you're gonna have a great time with that one, I promise you. Right. Y'all ready for this? I'm about to drop one on you. I don't know, man. Dude. I don't know what's about to happen. <laughs> I'm kind of nervous. The buckets. The buckets. There I found a picture the of that. <laughs> oh, be damned. Look at that. And, and look at that throwback picture. One. Hook one. Hook that was one. Hook, that was Hook One Oklahoma. Not Hook wow. One Chad Hoover. The franchise. That was, that was that the was franchise. Uh, there's some funny stories behind that, which is they got no support at all from the actual Hook One, even though they were promised it. But There's a uh, franchise, that, yeah. They wanted yeah, a 20 yeah. – I don't know. I'm not even going to get into numbers anyhow. Yeah. There, <laughs> there was a fee associated with that yeah. that that did promise the promotion and whatnot. Yeah, that's the Swepco parking lot, Luke. The Swepco buckets right there. Anyway, I remember when Grizzly was all over it, dude. Grizzly used to uh, – Grizzly and there was another – what was it? It had a bison – some kind of buffalo on the coolers. Uh, they were an original KBS sponsor. But anyway, those guys were, were in on it back in the day pretty heavy. Yeah. You gave me one of those. I've still got yeah. it. Yeah. What was bro. that? It was something, something with a buffalo. Yeah. 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 Polar bear, polar they, bear they and grizzly were, were all in. <clears throat> yeah. Polar bear was all in, if that's what you're thinking of. We're too old, boys. We're too old for this. <laughs> that's, what, that's the moral of this story. Yeah. Uh, we're we still putting numbers on the board. We ain't too old. Yeah, I want to go back to the buckets. <laughs> I, I want to go back to doing the buckets, Luke. That's all I'm thinking about now. I know. I know. I, I, you know, the great thing about the buckets was, I mean, you came to the weigh-in. You know, a lot of yeah. people nowadays, if you leave the scoreboard, scoreboard on and or if someone doesn't have, you know, a really great day, they still don't show up to the weigh-in. Uh, it's kind of, you know, I like that camaraderie, which is what kind of what we all we all do this. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's fun to cash a check every once in a while or, you know, I mean, it's fun to fish in general, but the camaraderie is the biggest thing that drew me into it. Uh, I mean, I've, I haven't fished with people, like especially in the Oklahoma kayak anglers, like I haven't fished with people that are more friendly on the water. I mean, I've, I couldn't tell you when I first started out how many people were just helping me, you know, constantly giving me baits or telling me what to do or showing me how to, you know, fish differently, you know, from what I was used to creek fishing or you know, fishing just down below Keystone Dam. You know, I was was a whole new aspect to me. And, uh, you know, the community was fantastic. They reached out, they helped out, and uh, I was able to, you know, capitalize on really what the Oklahoma kayak anglers and the community had built me to be. So that That's I mean, what's important about the local clubs, and we talk about this a lot, but – it's it's the local the grassroots stuff that that keeps this whole thing going, you know. Without without your you know your kind of entry level stuff welcoming people in and like Steve was talking about Terry Golden, you know, splitting the worms that he's catching the fish on up between him and Daniel or Joe McElroy, he was catching he was catching fish on a certain bait in the in the Bassmasters. Like he'll throw you a pack of worms. Like it's that mentality. Like. You want everybody to have their best day, and you beat them on their best day. And when you get in that mindset, then that that's what kind of makes makes the whole sport better. Uh, is that kind of selfless attitude? And I think that's a, a unique thing that we have in the kayak fishing space in general. And I, I hope that that always continues on. And you know, when we started TVKA years back, and and Stevo has just you know really elevated it as far as sponsor support and prizes and things uh you know that's something that like steve said we won't ever walk away from i won't ever do it i don't give a shit what i got going on in my life uh that's that's the number one priority is is bringing the new people into the sport and and introducing these guys to a whole new world i mean it's it's help it's therapy man i mean it it really it'll turn your whole life around yeah well that's one thing you touched sorry go ahead no, it's like this year I didn't fish very many of my locals, and I missed that. So, you know, I plan to get back to that next year. Well, and to expand on that, that that goes, uh, you know, hand-in-hand hand with what, you know, you guys were all messing around with, you know, with California and the Northeast stuff. I mean, it's it's my job. It's Ryan's. It's Jeff. It's Luke's. It's our job 
to get our states, our grassroots people, you know, reach out to them and 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 hustle, hustle and get these people to sign up for a KBF or a Hobie or a Bass if it comes to town because, you know, that's the only way to grow it on down the line. And, and, and that's okay if you don't want things to explode and be huge, but there are a lot of people that, that can benefit from that. So if you've got any ounce of leadership in you, use it because that's what you're given that for. You're not given that to sit at home and just keyboard stroke things, hype people up. The Ryan, you know, there was a point where I guarantee he'll never admit it, but when he jumped into a national event, he was probably like, shit, what am I doing here? Same with me. But I'll all, easily admit that. <laughs> I'll yeah. easily admit that. <laughs> uh, but, you know, so that's what we're doing. Like Tyler Sweden up in the Northeast, he does a good job hustling and trying to get things done. And I know Snyder's and Tim and them out in California work hard to build what they do as well. But you know what? When a new circus comes into town, it's okay too. You know, let everybody fish everything because we're still small. We're still small. You know, a lot of people think we've made it farther than what we have, and we haven't. You know, you all know that when you go to these conventions and things and you talk to people, like we mentioned these reps, they don't know what we do yet, you know. So we haven't made that big a splash. So keep working. Don't get comfortable and just sit back, you know. Um, and you, you talk about Joe, my scatterbrain. Joe and that bait. Terry was the same bait. So we get done. We've got three worms left. So we haul balls as fast as we can to get to the bait and tackle store. So before they closed, and they had, we bought nine packs of those worms. <laughs> get there, day three. Did you go to Scottsboro Tackle or did you go to Waterfront? Waterfront. So they won't bite. Terry said, well, boys, I knew when they had all those baits on the shelf that we weren't going to get bit. So uh, we kind of ourselves, but yeah, but yeah, you know, it's can keep working, you know, and get these events, you know, put in. And for the anglers, you know, how many times do we tell somebody, dude, it's not about the tournament. Get in a truck with us and let's go, and and and, and let's just go enjoy what we get to do. You know, we we've all done it, you know, because you guys do. You know, you're Midwest and Oklahoma. Is that what you call Midwest? I guess, but. For us, that's way, that's way S- Hey, hey, that's SEC country now, son. That ain't the movie. <laughs> hey, SEC's <laughs> taking over the world because they know where yeah. it's at, all right? I Shit. figured out now why, because the, that, that, that conference they're leaving just announced today that if uh, they're not going to reschedule games, if your team gets shut down due to COVID, you just get the L. So that's yeah. why y'all left. Y'all had some foresight there. But but uh, but you guys, y'all have a showing. Uh, what was it, the first TOC that we went to with Terry and Chris? We had four from our grassroots club make it to the first TOC, all right, the BOS TOC. And then you had four from California come out. You had crews from your area. So it's there, you know. Uh, and, and, and if there's only 65 in an event, well, that might suck, but put another one out there the next year. Maybe it gets 85. Put another one out there. Maybe it gets 105. Don't bitch and get pissed off, but just put another one out there and work to make it bigger. The know? trick with the local clubs is, and I'll elaborate on that a little bit, when when something like the BOS comes to town or BASS comes to town, and you know very well because you've been on the negotiating end, when you promise these beds and heads and, and attendance yeah. to these events, the municipalities stroke a check. They stroke a check, depending on what you say. So for the guys to not show up and support these events, this isn't just because Hobie doesn't want to schedule an event here or Bass doesn't want to schedule an event here. It's because they have burned a bridge there because they were like, hey, I'm bringing this trail to town. I'm averaging 115 people per event and 40 show up or 50 show up. Yeah. I mean, that's that is the detriment to not having the participation. And like Steve said, that's what grows this whole thing. The first the first national event I fished, because Steve brought it up, was the kayak bass series. Uh where was that? Astor, Florida. That's where I met uh Shane Williams, uh Yak Addicts. That's where I'm at Robert Field, Jamison Redding, Drew Gregory. Like that was the first big national event. I mean, and they put on a show down there, and we loaded up myself, Jesse Cochran, Nick Brown, Bobby Tinker, and Cameron Gatlin. Anybody from our local area will recognize that name because there's only about two of us left out of that. Uh, But we loaded up and took a truck down there, rented a cabin, stayed the week, and fished this thing 
not because we knew shit about it. We didn't know anything about Central Florida in the wintertime, but because we wanted to see this grow. We wanted to see this continue to elevate. And what what a lot of the new people are seeing now is the fruit of that. You know, that seed was planted and it's grown and it's matured. And people like AJ and Steve-O and Dwayne Wally like these people have stepped up and came into the national scene and given it a bigger platform. And I'll tell you, I mean, just from the conversations I've had with actual, you know, sponsors and big companies in the last few weeks, this is it. Like we're, I mean, toeing the line on what, what the next 10 years are going to look like. So continue to support these events and try to grow the entire platform for everybody because we've we've made it to where we need to be people are looking at us steve you just got back from my cast you know exactly what i'm talking about the big companies with the big checkbooks are looking our direction yes. now is the time for you to support these trails when they come i mean within a six hour drive of you do it mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and like like you were saying ryan the, the the folks in your in your local clubs your tournament directors your anglers they're out there beating the drum, begging for tournaments, national tournaments to come to their state. Or their, you know, when Steve was doing the national bass stuff, I was bugging Steve about bringing a tournament to Bull Shoals. I'm always <laughs> bugging AJ about coming back to Arkansas. I've got no skin in that game. I don't get anything from it, but I want that here for you know for our yeah. state. And yep. Luke, I know that you guys, Avery, Brent Wilson used to do the same thing. He probably still does. You guys are always trying to get folks out in Oklahoma. Um, so people are doing the work behind the scenes that it doesn't even really benefit them. They just want to see those events come to their state. And when they do come, you better show up because if 125 or 140 show up to Dardanelle in Arkansas, they don't care that Arkansas is the size of a city in California. They'll keep coming back to Arkansas. Dude, I hate Arkansas and I had a great time at Dardanelle. (laughs) The the fishing was awesome. The shithole bar we found was awesome. Like it had all the pieces to the puzzle that I wanted to see. We got to have a dinner with you guys. I mean, I love getting to, you know, sit down and, and share a meal with, with you and, and Dwayne and Kyle Long, the people that I don't get to see all the time. To me, that's probably the biggest part of this whole tournament deal. You know, fishing, catching fish, cashing a check, that's cool. But this is an opportunity to, to you know, kind of socialize with people and, you know, shake some hands that you may never see again. That's, that's the point. That's right. Awesome stuff. Uh, we've been on here about an hour. I don't want to keep these guys too much longer. I think in the offseason, I want to do a show, Ryan, if you, want, if you agree, even though you're kind of anti this like a technology deal, like where this is going with the live scope and all this stuff, because Luke was kind of an early adopter, I think to live scope and all that stuff. And is really good with it. And I'd like to have a few other folks on here and talk about that stuff. At some we point. need to have, I'll, we need to have Ewing on with him because that little bastard has cashed more checks off live scope than anybody that I know. Yeah. So. I mean, Those and it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a hot topic. So I, I don't want to go to that rabbit hole tonight since we've been going so long, had such a great night, but Definitely want to bring you back, Luke, if you're down to talk about that at some point. I am. I'm always down to join you, gentlemen, for a good conversation. Yeah, <laughs> live scope. Yeah, live scope. Yeah, and uh, you know, Luke, you've been and Steve as well. You guys have been around on the group page since probably since the beginning. So we appreciate y'all there as well, keeping yeah. things lively and interesting. Uh, yeah. We're going places, boys. Cesspool. It's going places. Show no. Now we we got some big announcements that are coming in the next couple weeks and. Again, that's that's thanks to the network that we built here and and everybody's support in, you know, listening to the show, downloading it later and sharing it. I mean, we, we can't thank you guys enough. I, we didn't get here on purpose. This is pure accident, but but we thank everybody for taking the ride with us. Yeah, it's one of the uh, coolest, funnest accidents I've ever been involved with. So. <laughs> yeah, you guys are doing great. Like, like nothing's ever a finished product. You keep chiseling and making it better. You guys are doing great. Uh, before we leave, I just want to congratulate Luke getting to go to the TOC. Uh, I'm, I'm scratching hard to get to fish Pickwick, maybe, to hopefully get lucky and qualify again. Um, but, you know, hopefully Jeff gets his cash this weekend. And Luke, you know, go bust their ass. Beat these two guys at, at, at on follow. hopefully. You ain't going to bust my ass, Luke. I'm going to put that out there right now, <laughs> do son. It, do it, Luke. Do it. Say his name. Say his name. It's luck. It's luck, Arian. You can say you can say my name is Grand Champion. That's what oh. you can. That's what you can call me. I go ahead and tell that's you. That's what friends do, Luck. I, I <laughs> set up for you. <laughs> We've been there, baby. 
That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Thank you all. I appreciate everything. Yeah, man. Anything you want to say before we get out of here, Ryan? No. Nope. I'm good. <laughs> all right. Goodbye. <laughs> no, that was an awesome night. And like I said before, when we started, please go help us out on the YouTube channel. We're trying to grow that thing as well. So just give it a simple click. Just takes a minute. It's free. Just click subscribe. We're growers, not showers. Give us, give right. us a subscribe. Definitely, Let's go. definitely yep. that. Subscribe to right, only I told you to quit telling people that. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Take good, me nowhere. Good luck in the cross, everybody. We'll see. See y'all next Monday. Uh, good we'll night, folks. Yeah, we gone.